Welcome to another episode of the Global's podcast series. Today, again, thank you, Mario, for taking us for out of our homes and kids on weekend. <laughs> But uh, for a very good reason, people that come into Berlin, sometimes it's like, looks like a war from the outside or a very close bubble. So we are here to actually break this mythos and to show you how much Berlin is welcoming and really like the place to be. So I will start a bit because Mario asked me to, to talk a bit before we are jumping into the panel. So um, I came from Tel Aviv to Berlin five years ago, and today I'm running two companies in Berlin, and one of them is called W Launch. And W Launch actually came because when I came to Berlin five years ago, I saw that there is a blue ocean. Who in this room knows what is blue ocean in business? Please raise your hand. Okay, it's not a lot. But um, Blue Ocean is actually a huge op business opportunity, which means you don't have any competition. Uh, working with European Commission, working with the Berlin Senate and all significant players and corporates, of course, the, the German Mittelstand as well, um, to, to show that women in tech is not um, you know, a slogan. It's we really need to take care of it and to make sure that the tech ecosystem is really diverse. Um, so when WRUN started to be very strong, we built Magda Group. Magda Group is a fund of fund. It's the same, but we actually want to start to be also an investor, not only the connector, start to invest. So our panel today is actually talking about who's in who's in Berlin. And it sounds very big, but eventually, you know what I've learned while working in Tel Aviv, New York, Silicon Valley, and also Beijing? That eventually it's people. It's not an ecosystem, it's not a corporate. Even me, if I'm working with corporates, eventually it's three or four people that we're working very good together, then we're doing great stuff or impact uh, things. So we will talk today in this panel, uh, and I would like to challenge these two guys today and to ask them like, how you build yourself within this ecosystem? Today, I think we will focus on Berlin. Of course, we're all uh, also active outside Berlin, but just to show what we've built in Berlin. René, you want to start? Yeah. Uh, <coughs> yes. Yeah, I'm Ebert. I'm working for SIBB. I'm the managing director of SIBB. And we are here in Berlin, the, in Berlin and Brandenburg, I have to say. Don't forget Brandenburg, the area around uh, our capital. Uh, we are the uh, Association for the Digital Industry. It's uh, established in the, back in the 90s, actually. And today we have 200, uh, 270 uh, member companies. I'm pretty sure in the next year we will have uh, 300 and more. And when I say member companies, uh, you see in our association, oh, you can only become a member as a company. We don't are an association where, where you can join as a so-called freelancer, for instance only for industry companies in the field of IT, um, telecommunication, digital economy system here in Berlin and Brandenburg. And 75% of our uh, member companies are actually from Berlin and the rest uh, are from Brandenburg. And we get more and more members from 
outside Germany, Polish-based companies who are offering a subsidiary here are joining us, also American companies uh, like Citrix, for instance, they uh, joined us uh, two years ago. We have um, um, a lot of the big shots in our association, you all know them, Microsoft, SAP, uh, the HPI Institute in Potsdam, uh, but mostly the companies are so-called small, medium-sized, Mittelstand companies here in Berlin and Brandenburg out of the IT sector. And, uh, of course, more and more startups are joining also our association. But uh, it's typical for startups. Some of them also uh, over half a year or a year disappear because they left the market. That's normal. Um, what we are doing is uh, offering a wide range of services for the companies. Uh, in our association, we are, um, are creating more than 80 events per year, huge events, uh, smaller events, workshop events, you name it. But they, they are not, uh, you know, not uh, like so-called meetups. They are also always focused on the management sector of the companies. We all only address the management sector of the companies because the the. Uh, software development guys from the companies and so on, they can choose out of a lot, a range of uh, wide uh, meetups in Berlin, you all know that. So that's what we are actually doing and we are also doing, it's my job and the job from our board members, uh, so-called lobbying, working uh, close together with the Senate here in Berlin and with the so-called <coughs> Ministerium uh, the MWE in Potsdam for the for the Brandenburg uh, government, and I can talk a little bit about that later. What we are doing there. Thank you, um, Tilo. Um, I want to ask you. I mean, you know Tilo, yeah. I mean, it was <laughs> before that. Would you like to add something before I'm jumping to introduce yourself? No, just for the for the new faces in the room. So yeah, yeah. Um, I represent uh, PR, it's leading technology PR from here in Europe. We're helping a lot of tech companies with all kind of communication service, and I'm also um, active as an um, investor in several venture capital funds all around the world, from the US um, to Japan, uh, Hong Kong, uh, Singapore, and of course also here in our local community with Cavalry Ventures, for example. Um, and I mean, as we're talking about how to get connected and what are the possibilities. I think what I like uh, in Berlin is that in general people are very open-minded, so whenever you have a question or need something, um, I think everyone, investors, um, service providers, are very, very helpful to connect you. I mean, there are obvious um, networks that you can jo join. There are some that are invitation only, that uh, there are some that you may, might even know about because they're more behind the curtain, but also very important. Um, but the good thing is for every niche that you represent, is it's AI or FinTech, there are concrete circles, um, uh, meetups, etc. I think that's a community that uh, really um, is open-minded. Often it's, it's also English, so also special for international um, uh, joiners. Um, it's very easy to connect um, with the ecosystem. Um, as you also mentioned, uh, female, I mean, we have with Women Inc. a great initiative um, here. There is for the LGBT community, uh, Unicorns in Tech, uh, which is very active here. Um, uh, there are uh, initiatives from AI and, and, and many others. So I think it's um, very important to just be open-minded to talk to people and say, hey, actually, I want to dive into, let's say, um, FinTech. What do you recommend uh, to me? So as long as you are not shy and um, are willing to discuss your needs and uh, tell us where you come from, I think um, we're always happy to, uh, to help and to point you in the right uh, direction. 
this is a very good point, and actually let's try, we don't have a lot of time, but let's try to give uh, audience today a tip or something to you know, take out of this short discussion here. And I want to ask you, because you've built a company that you're working with other influence companies, conferences, and so, and I would like to, you, to ask you, and to be honest, I'm also challenging myself the same question from time to time, um, how you use your network for doing good? How you actually use the power of being a very good connector, but actually not use it for yourself, use it for others? I think um, the very simple rule is that you, first of all, try to give first before you take. Um, uh, for example, I spend a lot of time and places and with founders where I don't get single money, um, even I pay for my own uh, travel or for, for, for everything uh, that I do there, um, uh, mentoring at uh, several um, accelerators, incubators, etc. And uh, maybe one very simple example, um, I was um, a mentor at the Axel Springer Plug and Play and one of my um, two founders that I uh, coached, um, they told me, oh, our idea is I want to, we want to do a prepaid card for kids that the parents have control about the money that they're spending. And then we did a PR workshop and all this kind of stuff. And at one point, um, with all the other mentors, we figured out that actually parents like this application more than the kids, what it actually was made for. And um, then they found an investor who in, 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 uh, invested uh, and in, in believed, oh, it's actually good to maybe change the entire concept and uh, they invested in it and to like a long, long story short this company pivoted now and it's obviously not called Papaya anymore it's called N26 and it's the largest fintech <laughs> in Europe and um, obviously I didn't get any money um, out of it or for it but now after but five years in the story. business um, uh, they are our clients right um, so and I think it's a good example that it's, it's very important to give first before you take I personally for example um, host a lot of dinners where I invite a lot of people um, investors onto Entrepreneurs bring them together with interesting people from politics, from other um, uh, parts of our um, community. Um, I mean, bringing people together is really something that is very uh, meaningful. But as you more concrete, also asked to do something good. I mean. A good example yesterday was celebration of 25 years of Berlin Partner, which is obviously also important industry organizations. I was standing at a booth and having a smoothie and the founder came uh, to me that I know for a long time and said, oh, Tilo, that's actually my new business. Can I tell you about it? Like, of course, sure. <laughs> it turned out this company, what they do is um, they're fighting food waste that they go to all the supermarkets here, collecting the fruits and the food um, and making smoothies out of it and, and, and selling and giving to NGOs. And I said, hey, why do you not come to my podcast? Because my podcast is uh, maybe not the largest podcast on the planet, but a lot of journalists and influential people listening to it. So it's about quality, not quantity. I invite you for free, come and I make an interview with you and we spread the word about your great initiative. I don't know what I get out of it, but I find it an interesting uh, story. I find it a meaningful cause to support. You never know what, what happens, Actually, right? Actually, it's a very good story because I was there yesterday and I know the guy there as well and he came to me with the same thing and this is a great initiative that he's doing. But you know what? <laughs> I want to give you some tips. So if you see those people that you feel that they are the connectors or they are the strongest people in the ecosystem, don't be scared. Don't be scared and approach them because actually he approached me and I immediately you know, offered him my, my help or my service or my whatever access that I can give him. And what you just mentioned, he's imagining. So as entrepreneur, which is not, he's not so young, but uh, is um, obviously very smart. He know how to use in a good way, the people surrounding him. 
and eventually, if it will be strong and bigger, we will be very, very proud of him because we were there since the beginning. So this is a very good uh, example. Thanks a lot, Tilo. I want to ask you, René, um, how... Yes, please. Uh, doing good, uh, because you mentioned that we... Uh, I think a, a nice example is that uh, we um, brought up uh, in 2018, I think. It came out of a brainstorm typical team brainstorming, and then we did design something. We call that uh, the so-called uh, DigiFinder. It's based on now on our website for a year now. And it's just a simple um, web application where you can put in, if you are a not-IT company, something, something like an IT project you have. We are doing, like I already said, a lot of events, also with other branches, more and more with other branches, logistics, aviation, tourism, whatever you, uh, we have in the region. And those companies all, always have some IT issues. They have them. They don't like them, but they have them. And they have to solve those, those projects, those uh, um, problems they have and if they put in their problem with some features some um, things they want to do maybe the timeline maybe a budget if they want to give it out so they put it on our website it comes to uh, to our association we are running it over a database well hundreds and thousands of in Berlin and Brandenburg based IT companies are in that database and out comes a tiny report with 10, 12 companies who actually can do or can solve their problems. And the good thing is we give that list back to the company who has that problem without any money. We don't take money for that, but they, now they have five, six, seven companies. They can uh, get in contact with them, and I'm pretty sure one of that company has the power to solve that problem then. We get that feedback very often. Um, thanks a lot. Um, I would like to touch in this panel, and maybe that will be the, the last question, is we all know Berlin, I would say, how much it's evolved and opened, and I would say attractive to other markets. A lot of startup, smart startup coming from Tel Aviv, Silicon Valley, very strong investors. Hopefully we will start to see the Chinese and the Japanese. You know, we have IFA here today for a reason. They are the country partner. There's a lot of things happening in Berlin that we all need to highlight and to be very aware because this is exactly how you start to build a very smart and wealthy um, ecosystem that all the younger generation need, need to be inspired by, need to have successful stories. You know, I have two teenagers at home and my son is a coder since eight, eight grade, you know, and at some point they needed to go to practicum or so from the gymnasium. So um, all the parents send them to Polizei or Bekirai, you know, and the crazy mother send them to Textiles. So this is something that if you're not living and if you're not knowing those people, you probably will never ins get inspired, you know, to dream so big. And this is a lot of my concern, and this is why I'm touching also universities and young generation, and definitely the woman aspect, because those big stories and you know, I'm sorry to say, but we are still don't have unicorns, like, you know, a big unicorns coming up from this city. But I want to ask you, how you see Berlin for the next five years? Both of you. Um, uh, yeah, like we can all read in the newspapers or online, we get in Berlin every year, I think, 30 or 40,000 more 
uh, inhabitants, more people coming to the city and some uh, crazy guy from one of the parties, I don't want to name him, just last week uh, had a crazy, I think a crazy idea to stop that process, but um, I th you know what I mean? Uh, but I think <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that won't happen because um, like uh, some other politicians uh, said, and that's right, that's uh, something that drives the, the the ecosystem here, the new people that are coming. Yeah. And we are actually also, we have a, a hiring process as a small association, and most of the, um, the, the talks I have are with uh, people from outside. They try to, or they are, have in mind to come to Berlin. And so, um, and that's, I think, I uh, you said five years, I think those, f hopefully, uh, we get every year uh, 30 or maybe 40,000 uh, more people in Berlin uh, with all the issues that brings to the city, that's for sure. Uh, but I think um, uh, with some more efforts from the politicians in terms of uh, getting better infrastructure in that city, that uh, problems can be solved during, during the next decades, I would say. So I think uh, Berlin has the best chance to shine for five, seven, six, ten years more and more after that. And to be honest, um, I'm, I'm maybe one of the uh, few guys here in the room who is uh, actually a uh, Berliner. I don't know. Any, anyone here is uh, <laughs> born in Berlin? Yeah, there's someone. Three guys in the room from Berlin. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. You still know the yeah. majority, but yet Yeah, and I think it's it's not a problem that uh, we are not so many guys here in the room who actually were born in Berlin. That's uh, since the early 2000s. I have that feeling in this city, and it's good so. I have no doubt that you ask about five years, and even in 10 or 20 years, Berlin will be the place to be for technology. Especially, I mean, of course, we battled a little bit with London in, in the old days. Is it London or is it Berlin in Europe? Now, where London and the UK literally become an island, I think it's clear um, uh, that it will be uh, Berlin. And of course, there are other beautiful places like Barcelona or Paris or, or, or Vienna, but I think um, Berlin is the most, I would say, open-minded uh, city, attracts a lot of international tenet, talent. It gives you the, the, the ground and the infrastructure to really build an international global company. Entrepreneurs that I'm meeting are from day one thinking global, thinking in different languages, hiring people from all over um, Europe, being very open-minded, expanding uh, their business. Um, on Wednesday, uh, it was G. Bullhound released the new unicorn report. When you see how many unicorns alone here in Berlin are based with N26, um, Omeo, um, Auto 1 and many, many others, I think we are absolutely on the uh, right path, um, especially when you walk here in, in Mitte, everyone speaks um, English, right? And I think also that all of you are here at this uh, place, uh, shows that you are interested uh, in connecting with people, building um, your network, and I just can um, encourage you to
to be very open-minded and really also to uh, live and breathe the spirit um, uh, from Berlin to connect with each other, to ask a question, to ask uh, for access to the communities, for ask for help, uh, being self-confident. I mean, um, there are so many great examples. I mean, even the founders from N26 doesn't come from Berlin, they come from Vienna. Uh, the founder from from Omeo, from the other unicorn, is coming from 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 New York, um, from I think Harvard University, uh, was it, in this from Indian um, heritage. So um, I think Berlin is the place to be. It's the uh, melting pot. We see a big, thriving, um, very young Jewish uh, community here. Lexa has his air first Jewish partner, Gilad Novik, uh, recently appointed from, from Tel Aviv. So it's really uh, the place to be, especially for international open-minded people. And I think uh, we all uh, welcome you. And I think it's the right decision to spend your Saturday here and connect with other um, people and getting access to the community. And yeah, that's why we are thankful to be here. We still have time. Four minutes, okay. Um, thanks a lot because, you know, I try to use my network from the outside and definitely the local, the local people here and to use it for much more communication. You know, when I'm working with venture capitals, I'm trying to influence them or to educate them, although they think they know everything, that they are not communicating enough, that they can and should go much more into co-investment and not fight for deals because then eventually we're all losing it. And this is not a secret. This is happening in Israel. This is how Israel became what it is. This is happening in Silicon Valley. Most of venture capitals and definitely business angels or another layer working much more together. So we have a lot to do. And uh, I, I want to talk about this. We have a lot of problems that we are here to solve. But the platform, the platform is is phenomenal. If you are a startup, jump in. Feel, feel free to jump in. If you are a startup and you want to work with industry, you know, I had a big company for eight years. It was producing for de developmental toys. I was in Israel. The, the R&D was in Tel Aviv, while I had eight factories in China. So every time something happened, I was in between. And here we have the industry here. Maybe people from the outside know much more how to cherish this infrastructure when the industry is so close to you and you're building technology, but you can immediately go to VW or, or Porsche and, and, and to test it because they are here. And in another hand, us as, let's call it, uh, influencer for, uh, for this discussion, we should open the doors. We should make those big guys in Porsche, VW, and so on, understand that they need to be open and test those local younger generation technologies. And the good thing is they're already here, right? I mean, uh, literally every um, DAX um, company has a kind of accelerator, incubator, uh, corporate venture fund, um, et cetera, here. And we just have to uh, knock at their door and, and say, hey, uh, uh, talk to us. And they are, I think, very appreciative because in the old days they didn't have these networks, so that's why they come here. They want it, right? So they open their doors. It's not that they say only, no, thank you. Exactly. And as you all know, that Germany is a very decentral country. So literally, wherever you are, you're at the wrong place, right? I mean, you're always on the train or uh, <laughs> wrong. It's very interesting when our companies were, uh, that come to expand from the US here asking, oh, where should we all open our office? And it's like, 
doesn't matter why you anyway are have to travel from Munich to Düsseldorf, Frankfurt, Hamburg, etc. But I think everyone understands that for tech and startups and high-growth companies and in the investment space, Berlin is the place to be in this position. Position clearly for it. Of course, when it comes to B two B and the old uh, kind of tech like Siemens, BMW, um, Microsoft headquarters, of course, it's maybe more uh, Munich, right? Yeah. It's more like the financial industry. It's maybe more 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 Frankfurt. But Berlin is clearly for tech and, and startups the place to be. And as you mentioned about investors and thinking more in platforms than um, isolated and doing your thing, I think it happens already. When you, you think here, the amount of investors that have not just one single LP or just a small handful, but pension funds, here many of the funds for example, Cavalry Ventures, they have 80, 90 LPs, and that's entrepreneurs, people with an amazing network, people with service providers that didn't help you. So here, I mean, every investor claims, oh, I have such a great network, and etc. But here, it's really the truth, because there are people that have an intrinsic motivation because they put money in their fund, right? And it's the service providers that are investors <laughs> that made it, and they funding the funds. And um, this is really an amazing opportunity that these investors are really platforms and have really a deep network and can really make every $1 that put, uh, put in your company uh, three, but two. Yeah, you mentioned a lot of companies and you who are already here with that think tanks and accelerators and so on, but you know who's also here? Bundeswehr. Deutsche Bundeswehr has now a cyber home here, cyber security hub here in Berlin, in Franklinstraße, and, and we are just had a meeting with them uh, four weeks ago. We are planning with them an event. Uh, at the end of this year, and they want to uh, get from us uh, 10 or 12 um, startups, not bigger companies, not grown-up companies, only startups from the field of IT security, cybersecurity, because they know they are here already, and they are looking for them, and they have budgets. We should bring some from Israel, because they have a lot, I know. We need to wrap up. So, last yeah. Yeah, so please, last tip from you for the audience today. <laughs> use your imagination, use your religion, and <laughs> take part on every, uh, not on every, but on, on good uh, events from us, from other organizations, whatever. And um, I think then, if you are here in Berlin, I always uh, see that from other, uh, on other persons, they mostly they stay. Yeah, so also, also yeah, spread the world, uh, be open-minded, also share your stories on Twitter, on, on LinkedIn, connect with the right people, ask uh, for help, ask uh, for introduction, and as I said uh, here, give them also the feeling that you're interested in building and committing long-term to Berlin, building long-term relationships, and not just one-night stands, at least in <laughs> business. So I will close, surround yourself with the right people. Good luck. So thank you so much to Mali, René, and Thilo. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Global's podcast series. Music and production by Dirk Jacobs and 52 Degrees North Studio.